hey guys welcome to another session of the believers opinion podcast and today um we have a question for our our guests our speakers and um is a question that this is kind of personal question for me and i would love to hear everybody's thoughts because it's something that i think about a lot you know and it goes like this okay so okay in nigeria we cannot lie things are um, things are difficult you know nigeria i don't know if all these figures are right but they're like nigeria is the poverty capital of the world um nigeria has one of the highest levels of corruption also terrorism but, but like on all the bad chats and sometimes you say oh it's actually like that you know things are really bad and um things are really difficult my question is this at the same time we have the biggest i think we have the biggest church organizations in the world facts like when you think of no we now think of redeemed when you think of um when christ embassy when you think of we have so many big church organizations look as in, in which the headquarters are here in nigeria and they have huge number of members so i ask myself those questions sometimes okay where are we getting it wrong is it that the impact of these churches are not showing in nigeria itself or is it the leadership that's the problem? Because even if the leadership is bad, the people should be different. The people in which I believe there are a lot of um, there are a lot of Christians, obviously. So where are we getting it wrong? Is our light not bright enough? Are we really making impact? Are those churches really making impact in society today? It's not a question I'm trying to oppose, but it's something I think about. And something I think, okay, if we are not, what can we do more? You know? Is it that we're not evangelizing enough? Is it that we're not getting involved enough? Where, where are we getting it wrong? Because if we don't watch it, and if we don't try to take action with how things are going on in the country and everything, <laughs> we have seen cases of what happened in the um, church, Catholic church in Ondo State you know and um there's been attacks on the church and everything and where are we getting it wrong are we going through a period of trial and tribulation or what do you think is wrong what's your opinion on why do you why do you think things are like this and why do you think the impact of the church is not enough because from the looks of it things are getting worse so what do you think so for the first person we have nikki speaking and let's let's listen to her let's hear her point on this so this topic like opens doors for controversy and all of that but i'm just going to go ahead and say that the problem of nigeria is the leadership it's as simple as that because you know we have the same people or rather the same type of people that are being recycled into leadership and all of that and it puts the citizens in a you know somewhat hopeless situation because you might see that, you know, no matter how so, how much someone wants change now, what's their only option is to, you know, vote. And if they vote for another person now, because of the greed of, you know, other people in power, you know, their selfishness to stay in power, they do whatever they want to do, no matter how much it takes, even though it's bribery or corruption, to make sure that they stay in that seat. So when someone keeps trying to, you know, vote for change and advocate change and they find out that um, it is still the same type of people, like, it is very, very demoralizing to get it just makes you feel like no matter what you do 
you cannot, you know, evoke change or you cannot make sure that there is a better tomorrow and all that. I'm also going to say that, you know, Christians also have a part to play when it comes to, you know, bettering or bettering Nigeria in the sense that you know, we need more Christians in power. To get people, people see it as a dirty game. It's only for bad, bad people. But like, we actually do need more Christians in power because um, power corrupts and absolute power corrupt absolutely in the sense that you know when somebody grows higher like when they obtain more authority and more power they tend to you know um compromise their values compromise their morals and all of that to be able to achieve what they want but christians on the other hand you know they have a solid foundation they have god they have his laws and they need to that they need to you know abide by and all of that so when you when a christian gets into a situation where they're supposed to compromise their values compromise their morals compromise their christianity the eagerness to do that won't be as high as a normal person to get it won't be as high you know as you know normal leaders that we have in society today to get because they have a certain standard they're supposed to follow which is christ and all of that so the main problem right now is the leadership but in christians also have a role to play by engaging more in you know but by taking up more leadership positions in the country and all of that so that's my opinion okay i get your point yeah um but my my question is like this we have a lot of christians in power already you know we have people that yes we have a lot of christians in power already in their ministerial positions and in local government positions and positions in which they can make impacts in society right now and things are getting worse so what do you think they are not doing you know what do you think they're not doing? What do you think they're not doing right? What do you think? What do you think is wrong? Because we have people, and when you think about it, when you think about the leadership itself, it's not just the president. It's it's down to the grassroots, it's down to um, even business businessmen and people how people run their companies in Nigeria. You know, everyone is just trying. To, in most cases, I feel the average person you you meet is trying to cheat you. He's trying to tell you something that's not quality or something like that. So, and the thing is, there are Christians in power. There are ministers. There, there are Christians that are governors and all these things, and they still loot and still do all these kind of things. So, what do you think is wrong in that case? Okay, so I understand what you're trying to say about how you know so much about the president and then how there are other Christians in power. Also, I believe that if you're going to, if you're in a position or in a seat of influence or help, you should be able to do whatever you are given to do to the best of your abilities. And then there are also people that help you. But then if we look at Nigeria in a broader sense, it might seem as though um, nothing is getting better. But like if we look at it through a narrow scope and all of that, there are actually people that do good, people that do well, people that use the power that they are given to, you know, help other people and all of that. And also I still believe to an extent that every single thing still leads back to the presidential seats, the the leaders of government and all that, because there's really only so much that a minister can do. There's really only so much help a governor can do or um or a civil servant and all of that because they cannot go beyond themselves. They cannot go beyond their jurisdiction. They cannot go beyond their grants to get. They can't go to entire responsibilities that they have not, you know, been given and all of that. So you can't go beyond your power to try to help or influence other people. And the other point, last point you gave rather about how um, there are Christians that still mess up in power. They are not Christians. I, I, I can't call them Christians, do you get? 
accountable because if you see that they are you know that they consecutively give in to um they consecutively give in to you know the um the vices of society corruption and blah 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 we can't really classify them as christians i just you know casually fall into sin you get they're continue they're just using the name of you know christianity as they're just using it for the name rather they're not christians in the ideal sense so that's my point that can you care for that and i think there's a lot to pick from that and there's a lot to learn from that and we have ugoma next she has she has a lot to say and let's listen to it nigeria is poverty capital according to statistics and also has the headquarters of many churches as and this is the same thing for many third world countries because many of them are still too superstitious they are still like um believing that like they for example okay the bible says faith without works is dead abby these people are having faith without works that is our major problem in this country faith without works and even when they are working they are doing the wrong jobs imagine somebody that is still selling cassettes that's disc for movies in this day and age how do you want to get money and this person will go to church now and pray for how many this is that god should send the person money how do you want to get money exactly people have like evolved do you understand they've evolved far past all that so we are always focusing focusing on the spiritual aspect and we're not focusing on the physical what are you supposed to be doing what should you be found doing what should you really be doing do you understand if you're trying to be successful right now this is not the time to be um to be an uneducated person to begin with because the world is is gradually phasing out illiteracy so as a person that did not go to school if you're not if if you're trying to run businesses and all that you are in a, you are in big trouble but then it was even just recently that churches down that churches started actually encouraging their people to go to school go to school do you understand by first of all employing pastors that are educated you get when you're believing that the cockroach that passes to your house is evil this one is evil when you go to school like many of these things will just not look important to you anymore do you understand and that's our major problem in this country people are not educated so even if you like pray from now to next year and even the people who are educated self many of them are not found doing the will of god is the truth this is a christian podcast thank god we can actually talk about this there's smart work and there's hard work Smart work for the believer means that you need to be found doing what God wants you to be doing. What's God's will for you? It's what he has called you to do that he will bless. We start up businesses. We pray to God about those businesses. We don't want to know if God wants you to do that business. You go ahead and do it and it fails and you lose all your money. And then you work again and save money and start up another business. And you keep doing that and you're wondering why all of it keeps failing. Do you understand? So yeah, it's two sides. It's either your you're completely doing something completely wrong as in it's both illiteracy and refusing to be found in the will of god so if we're able to do these things i feel like we would act, we, will, we will be able to phase out poverty at least not abject poverty not absolute poverty do you understand yeah so that's what i believe and that's the reason why i'm constantly encouraging people to go to university secondary school education is no longer relevant 
like stopping at secondary school being a school science holder has to be the worst thing that can happen to you in this generation because even people who, who are first degree holders are, are not even getting jobs is it now you that stopped in secondary school that will get a job do you understand so yeah that's where our problem is as a country and we're just able to encourage people to go to school not just go to school actually know what you're doing in school do courses that are relevant don't go to school and do stuff in a country like nigeria you're doing a course like regional uh, town planning what is happening there that course is not relevant and then after doing that course for how many years you come out and then go and pray to god to give you a job doing town planning seriously for many of us that's why it's a miracle it's a miracle to you that you got a job after doing town planning do you understand that's just what I'm, that, that's just what i believe Sha. it's either people are found doing the wrong things or they are not they are not educated that's what i believe that's our major problem in this country illiteracy lack of knowledge poor mindset so i actually enjoyed it and okay but i have a question and you could you think that most of the reasons why you know things are difficult in the country and everything and with all the, the with the rate of poverty do you think it's the people's fault or do you think it's leadership that's the issue honestly the situation of poverty is both the um the, the fault of our country that's like bad leadership and also individual levels but then um it's more on the individual level to be very honest because at the end of the day we are responsible for the outcome of our lives do you understand um there are people who have come from very poor neighborhoods and backgrounds and they've been able to make something out of their lives so i blame i'm going to start by explaining the part that is the government's fault the government is not responsible for providing jobs for all of us but they are responsible for providing an environment that enables us to create jobs for ourselves and that's where our government is lacking providing um, amenities such as electricity good roads do you understand these are the kind of things that will help others to create jobs for example a, a company that um has to pay about ninety thousand naira for fuel every every month if they had stable electricity they will be able to pay half of that for electricity and they will also be able to employ one more person um thus reducing um unemployment rates mm, by one and also thus re reducing unemployment rates and also um yeah creating jobs do you understand and if there's like no matter what thing every time we look at how things are over like in like overseas of um abroad countries we see how their lives are these people can let you just up and just decide they want to quit and get a new get start up a candy store start up this do you understand because yeah their their government has allowed them to have a life where they can work for themselves do you understand they can create jobs for themselves the government is not responsible for giving everybody jobs because we are 200 million they can't create 200 million jobs but what they can do is to create an environment that is enabling for people to create jobs that would now cater to 200 million people yeah so there's that and then like taxes god 
the our government uh, they used to focus on things that are not important using the tax money stealing the money you understand if they had used the money to do something important do you get some of these things by now they'll be reaping dividends from the money that from the money that they had invested in things that are important but no they put all the money inside their pockets so now we're all just looking at each other so that's by the way I'm, i don't really want to get go in depth into all these things because ah, the talk is quite long we'll talk 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 and i'm, I'm kind of tired i don't have to have to talk my phone so um another thing is that on the part of the individuals eh, it's the individual's fault because see a, a heart that is willing do you understand there, there's there's nothing more powerful than will if you want to do something there's nothing that can stop you it doesn't matter how many times you fall you will get up do you understand a person who has decided that i'm going to make it in this life it doesn't matter what kind of environment you grew up around what um forces what factors are holding you back a person who wants to be successful in this life will go out and figure things out do you understand but then many of us have now um just become relaxed we're depending on the government to provide for us but then we're not going into the real world and actually trying to figure out like it's one it's not just about working hard it's about working smartly what should you be doing differently and being able to follow trends and all that do you understand that's just that's just how i understand it right now and i don't really want to do say any, like go too in depth do you get maybe some other time maybe after i plug my phone and i collect it back we can sit down and have a proper proper conversation about this stuff you get i hope this makes any sense well, thank you for that thank you very much for that and this is angela's reply let's listen to him i'll go straight to the point with this one um a lot of believers suffer from the syndrome of having so much faith in God and having little faith in themselves, right? And that is shown where we have a lot of believers who pray to God for good administration, good leaders in this country, good leadership in this country, but they either practice political uh, political apathy or they still go on and vote for politicians who they claim to be very good strategists, quote and unquote, basically. Or we also have... Uh, uh, um, Christians who go into politics and end up being part of the political system that they so dearly, so convincingly claimed that they were going to change, which is appalling. They don't put themselves in a good light. And I'm using that particular phrase or that particular saying because you asked the question, is, is the light of Christianity not bright enough? Truth is the light of Christianity is bright. We are the light of the world, right? The body of Christ is the light of the world. But at the end of the day, because humanity is flawed, the body of Christ is imperfect, right? The body of Christ is flawed. And therefore, people, fellow believers, for starters, and then unbelievers will always find ways to focus that light of the world on the flaws of certain parts of the body of Christ. So people who make mistakes, their errors are being projected to the rest of the world. They're being projected to the rest of Christianity. They're being projected to unbelievers alike. So a lot of unbelievers at the end of the day look at it and they're like, yo, there's no reason for me to be a Christian. But the most important aspect is it starts with the mind. It's not just about religion. It's about humanity. 
human effort is very important it's not just about praying to god for a leader it's about putting good leaders as well putting in the effort to have good leaders as well and as long as the effort of christians is not seen on a physical scale not just on a on a spiritual scale as long as the effort of christian christians or believers is not being seen on a physical scale then issues like the undo massacre will continue to happen maybe even worse the 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 poverty rates the whole high poverty high population and yet high poverty rates poor infrastructural development everything is going to continue until there's a change of mindset i think i i get a point and i really agree with you concerning you know your opinion on this okay but i have a question kind of and it's about um the part of you said about imperfection and how people um judge you know christians based on imperfection i think it's really true but i think i have something against it the thing is people judge like i think most of the reasons why people judge uh, as if are very very strong our very judgmental when it comes to um um that issues because some people see themselves as perfect some people see themselves as I, i've seen i've seen those situations in which you hear things i've never been sick before i've never had any crisis before and everything and when people make mistakes people are calling about because people feel like oh like who are you to not be perfect and everything but at the same time my question is this our imperfection or the imperfection of the church itself does that stop or is that the reason why the state of the country is today because you can see for that so there are some countries and they practice christianity they are open up christians and they are successful people think oh the u.s is one okay one secular state like that this u.s has the biggest churches in the world the u.s has mega churches and you see people actually not just being a christian in terms of going to church but actually being a christian in terms of actually doing those things you know and and that's one of the reasons why they are the most successful they're the most successful nation you know <clears throat> so what's the difference between them and us they are imperfect all right but you can see their success we are imperfect but you can see the struggles we have as a country so what's the difference between them and us that's just my question okay to answer this question i'll actually say let's go back to plateau plateau had an idea of what a of what an ideal state should be in his definition of an ideal state he believed that Politicians should be separated from their families in order to avoid any tendency for financial responsibilities. Now, avoidance of financial responsibilities equals avoidance of any tendencies to want to siphon money in order to make ends meet. So therefore, the government will handle the expenses of those leaders, right, of the city-state. That was what it was. Now, in the U.S., the U.S. pretty much implemented something similar. I mean, of course, in this day and age, you cannot separate the politicians from their families, right? (laughs) I mean, in this day and age, you can't do that. But now let's, let's look at that. In the US, yeah, 
what they did instead is that sure you can't separate the you can't separate the politician from his family you can't set the, separate the leader from his family so instead why not make it that the government 100 handles the financial expenses and the financial responsibilities of that political leader and his family his job is to serve the country so the country would also serve him they are not giving him salaries they are simply that it's a direct transaction from the government to whatever institution yeah whatever institution requires money for what that political leader has done whatever transactions that political leader has done even down to the school fees of the politicians children if need be do you get what i'm saying so all that is supposed to curb the tendency for financial gain being the end product of politics now in nigeria that's not the case you have politicians who go into politics who become leaders who become governors senators whatever just because of the just the mere salary like it's not to siphon funds not even about siphoning funds the salary alone and the various allowances yeah in the senate house yeah in the senate yeah that is very alarming because you have very outrageous sums of money being titled under outrageous allowances you have a suit allowance you have car maintenance allowance you have housement you have utensil kitchen utensil allowance very outrageous things and these things just lead to a constant rise in 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 illicit financial activities money becomes the gain of a lot of these politicians at the end of the day so i would say that is this that i've described is one major reason it's not just about religion like i said before it's okay to have enough faith in god but also having enough faith in yourself and having enough faith in yourself means doing the right thing having the right mindset so yeah for mom that was good for mandela and and this is amanda's reply um okay so about this question first of all i would say that the major issue of nigeria is bad leadership because we have leaders that are very selfish and greedy and would rather use public funds for their personal interests and desires rather than using them to better the lives of the citizens so if there's anything that needs to change in nigeria it has to be leadership we need better leaders now what role what role does the church play in this now like you said um nigeria has a lot of influential pastors now if these religious leaders can speak to their to their congregation and advise them to get their pvc to elect better leaders that would do a lot for the country because of the kind of influence these men hold then of course as christians we need to pray because there is literally nothing god cannot do so we need to pray and commit like every single thing about the country into god's hands and yeah religion is also a form of escape for 
citizens of the country because it's very, very easy to lose hope in Nigeria. And right now, as it is, the one thing that is giving us hope, giving we Christians hope is God, is his promises in the Bible. So yeah, we have also have that part to play by praying for the country. So yeah, that's basically it. Thank you, Amanda, for that. That was very good. And let's get the last person, which is Jeremiah. All right, so the first thing that I'm going to start with is that I'm pretty sure the reason why uh, religion and Christianity and Islam are so strong in Nigeria is because of so many of its problems. The more God is needed, the more people will seek him. So that's why I would say um, more thriving countries like the UK and US, you can see that there is lack, lack of God in those places. But I guess the opposite also could be said with the whole conflict thing. The fact that there is no God is why Nigeria could also be in this state. What could also be said. Then there's the fact that so many people who will go to church are doing it and living off the faith of the pastor or the minister or whoever is preaching. They do not have an actual relationship with him, with, with God, that is. And they just go to church. They hear the, hear the your child shall be successful. You get what you're looking for and just say the amen. But never after church, they, they continue the week without even saying good morning to God. Then you have the children of uh, Christians or Islam or, or, or children of Islam. They usually do not, especially in Nigeria, they usually do not have a choice in becoming a Christian or Islam in that, in that house. To the parents, you will always you, you get up on Sunday morning by six o'clock or seven to get ready and go out for church. They'll force you to read your Bible and etc. Even though without actually like properly like engaging the child and the child can grow to resent Christianity because of the way that they they are raised. Covenant University, I can say, makes a lot of students that attend it either they their faith uh, increases and they, they actually pursue God or they don't and they just they continue to live the life of sin because they it was shoved so much down their throats and they were denied so many things because of Christianity. Then back to the gospel to spiritual leaders, say like Bishop Yedipo, granted he's doing his job spreading the word of God, but he has such a whole, an effect on Nigeria and a good portion of the world. That's what he says people will do. He would, if he decided to like have more interest in politics and states, states in mind, it would, it would actually educate people. There, there are less people who are educated or have political awareness than there are who have a faith awareness and Christian, that, that listen to a Bishop Yedipo, which is, which, yes, okay, they should pay attention more to God. But the fact that they, they have less knowledge of what's going on in their own society is a bit, is quite odd. His, a men of God, their platform should be used to talk more on these things and educate, educate those who are not educated. I get your point, Shine, as in I think it's very clear. And um, well, my thing is, okay, I think I went to Covenant, so and the thing was that it's not everyone that's, you know, settled in, in 
in church and everything some people strengthen their relationship with god some people didn't some people actually even um rebelled against you know the system and everything and i would say it wasn't really for everyone and why do you think why do you think it's so why do you think it's like that because i feel because it's like that's not everyone it reduces the impact you know the church can actually have and why do you think it's like that it's i would say it's like that because of just it's just rules behind it christianity christianity is not there aren't supposed to be rules just guidelines that you should follow if i do this the only, the only punishments that should be there is because of my own conscience telling me that what i did was wrong not that oh i didn't go to church now my grades will suffer for it or i'm going to get suspended or the the youngest person that that, that can apply to see you is like 16 years old teen teenagers adolescents this is this is a time that's a time of period where that people are learning who they are and they're, they're trying to exp- university supposed to where they supposed to do that learn who they are of understand the world and try to and try to simulate somewhat of the the regular society that's outside but that can't happen when they're put into such a tiny box without room to move in and you have to move in the certain way that the school wants them to move if they actually if they made an effort to actually make people want to come to chapel granted yes obviously there'll be there'll be less people definitely like those those saturday devotions is that what they call it that the one they had in the chapel by like five o'clock on saturdays there won't be a lot of people there until they start like force people to come around but let, let the few enjoy, enjoy it because not everyone can not everyone can be saved it, it's all a matter of your own choice but that's 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 the thing it, there must be choice because if jesus was during his time he never forced anyone to partake with him he went and and sat with the gentiles and i hung around with them and spoke to them became friends with them he didn't cast them out for the for, for their ways unless they directly insulted god or something or they were uh, doing such a problem at such non non church activities at the temple he treated each man as as they should be treated and how he wants to be treated you guys for another episode and this, and this episode was very very important you know i feel it's it relates to our constitution the country relates to um our faith and how our faith how we can exercise our faith in politics and how we can exercise our faith in you know things that are actually happening in the country so it's very very important i hope you got something from this i hope you enjoyed this as much as i did so thank you very much